Hello, listeners. I'm Anthony Rapp, and you are listening to the Radio 8 Ball Show with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the Hammond Studios with Mirna, the band. Hello, hello, hello. That's Carly speaking for herself and Rob and Andrew. They are providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Probably now's the time not to be eating the crackers, the corn crackers there, Andrew. I know. I know what it's like to be in a band. There's always one guy who has dietary issues, and he's just, he can't, he's got to eat those snacks. Just my little snack. If I, if I give the jingle jangle while I crunch, maybe nobody will notice. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But, uh. I like that you're feeling so comfortable because you're joined by one of your compatriots, the, the the man behind the Redwood video that everybody's talking about. <laughs> On this show, at least. Cooper Kenward. Yeah, it's the most plain, that's plain, Aryan name you what can you, get. Yeah. That's Connor Kernwood. That's Share initials with Calvin Klein. I do. So I was That was a... Thing of pride as a kid, I was like, I got my initials on my underwear. Cooper Ken Ward. Ken Word. Yeah. Word. I don't know. I pronounce it. W O R D or A R D, but I pronounce it Word. It's a California. Ken Word. Word. Ken Ward. Anyway, Cooper Ken Word is here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I assume that you've direct. That wasn't the first thing that, first time you ever pointed a camera at some people and. And then made made something out of it. It, it wasn't, but wouldn't it have been amazing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would <laughs> be very so cool. impressive piece. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll uh, we we have uh, we've we've talked about this video. We've shown it. You want to tell us a little bit about like what inspired what your inspiration was? And, you yeah, know. yeah. Um, so basically, I met Carly and Andrew recording my own album at uh, Tiny Telephone in Oakland, and they were just such awesome people, and they played me a little bit of their music. And I think it was one of the first things you guys played me was like the the bass tracks for Redwood. I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And then it just kind of stuck in my head. And then I think I kept asking about the track or you played me the final version. And then I was like, I want to make a music video for this. At the time, I was doing a lot of commercials and sort of of stuff for tech companies. And I was like, I need a break from that. This is rotting my brain. Um, And so I was like, can I do the music video? And they're like, yeah, of course. Because it was just, they were friendly people and super nice. And I was like, oh, great, okay. How do I make a music video like this? And I want it to be good. And I was like, I don't have money. So I basically pulled a lot of favors, started coming up with ideas. And I think, did I just sort of send you one draft of ideas? I can't remember. I think there was a couple. There was always a monster involved. And I was just like, you're a little angel. Pick, (laughs) you do what you want. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it was, yeah, I guess I listened to the song a bunch. That's the way I kind of come up with ideas for music videos. We, we just finished another one, actually. I'm very excited to share it with people. Um, but yeah, it's just sort of, I can't even remember how the ideas came about, but uh, it's such a long song and there's so many different parts to it. Um, and I never want to do a music video that is uh, sort of specific to the words. I don't want to like recreate the words and visuals. Right. I kind of want to just take whatever the mood or the feeling that the song gave me like on first listen and try to kind of unpack that and create a visual world that matches it or sort of enhances it. Um, and sort of going off of that, I've had the idea of this sort of uh, searching and longing that I got from the song and sort of came up with this weird, goofy narrative that was about someone looking for a dance partner. And that dance partner comes from an alternate universe and is a weird sort of creature that was inspired by a lot of pagan uh, outfits. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I came about that, but uh, I think it was probably a, like a long night just deep in the internet and just finding <laughs> photos. That was, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful uh, video as, I mean, I, it, I couldn't separate it from the song. And I, and I guess maybe that's just it. And now that I've experienced them both together... It's hard for me to think of one separate from the other, and uh, it's it's uh, it's I guess I don't know how you feel about that, but to, it's kind of to me it's exciting when one piece of art meets another piece of art and they become something that neither could have been on its own. And uh, I, well, I I, I I invited you here to ask a question to the Pop Oracle, and. And, uh, and and I'm curious, do you have one? Uh, there's one that came to me on the toilet this morning based on... A, uh, <laughs> That's where some of the best ideas yep. come to you. We, the, yeah. Clearing space and it just... Yeah. And it came from a Magritte quote that I wanted to read at some point, but I was oh. just... I know, is that too... Uh, no. was that, that was a happy... Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Cool, no, yeah. Are, are, are you nervous? <laughs> do you feel like... You, no, no. You shy of your Magritte? Uh, you, no, no. I put my... I'm a greet out for the world. Okay. I'm a greet flasher. Um, <laughs> and he said, the, the mind loves the unknown. It loves images whose meaning is unknown, since the meaning of the mind itself is unknown. And I was like, oh, this is kind of great. It's very self-referential, like Magritte, and sort of uh -huh. introspective. Um, and I was just, my question is, why are we so obsessed with the unknown? Why are we so obsessed with the unknown? Well... The unknown stretches out before us as we engage the pop oracle by spinning the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. We love Ah. Well, it came up six again, which means we're going to switch once we get once we have the song come up twice on the wheel, and we go to the cards. Can you just like give me a pad of any note, and I'll just help him. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. Song number one, which is good luck. Why are we so? Uh, what? Why are we so 
Uh, obsessed or interested in the unknown? Interested in the unknown. Why are we so interested in the unknown? Good luck. I want to start this bad boy off, huh?
that was good luck from Myrna. The answer to Cooper Kenward's question. Cooper Kenward's question. Sounds nice. Why are we so interested in the unknown? And um, I have some ideas, but uh, Carly, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I kind of wrote it in an in a upset space. I'm experiencing, I'm getting a theme here. <laughs> you are inspired. I think so. By difficulties and frustration. <laughs> like many people. Yeah. It, yeah, you just you get a little, little pest, you pick up your guitar. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, like, like jam it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jam it out. Uh, but I think it's kind of like a... Like a conciliation or something um, towards things that you are not in control of. You're kind of just like, um, specifically with love in this one, but I, I mean, you know, like to me, it's not whatever. <laughs> love, not love, universe, what? Um, but basically, just kind of giving up trying to control a situation that you can't control and in that finding comfort and like a lot of strength because you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. What do you think, Cooper? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm on the same plane there. I just kind of like the title as well because I pose a question and someone's like, good luck answering that. So I got in return in a sense like, yeah, you can try to find answers to things, but you know, I guess it's, it's a common feeling that people get that the journey or finding the answer is the answer itself. And that's kind of how I felt like that. And you know, where you're, why do we have, or why are we so obsessed with meaning is because we need this sort of path, this journey, this something that draws us in our life, something that gets us to a point. Cause if we don't have this plane or direction, we kind of just float out in the ether. Right. Um, so that's what, that's what I kind of got out of it, where it's, it's sort of giving in to not the chaos, but not always being in control or knowing the meaning to things. Yeah. I, I felt like who hasn't said this in a relationship, right? Good luck finding someone else like me. Like you're le- you're lose. Look at, don't, can't you see what you're missing out on? And that's sort of like where it, it plays on this idea of that fear of missing out or the the road not taken. Like you never know what you're going to miss out on if you give up on something. And I think that there's a, so it put my mind into thinking about that. Not so much in the present if someone's saying that to me, but like I do spend a fair amount of time. I think the longer you live, the more you think about the alternate timelines in your life about what could have been if I had dot, dot, dot. If we had not lived in Los State in Los Angeles and we'd moved back to New York, like in the last question, you don't, you know the path that you choose and it's always a mixed bag, but you don't know the path you didn't choose. So it's always, you know, potentially better, right? And simpler. Like you don't know the weird little things that would throw you off or annoy you on the road not taken. You just know. If only I had done that, then I would have ended up as Marlon Brando's assistant instead of hanging out with the guy from The Short Thing. <laughs> no offense. To the, to I was not in the room for this. So oh, it yes. sounds even more amazing. <laughs> yeah, like I'm hearing re- it referencing all this stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's, that, that's what I thought. And yeah, I, I think also doesn't, isn't that the sort of the gamble, like the good luck and the gambler's conundrum is that always hoping like the next one, like, I love the unknown. I love not knowing what my, what my card's going to be in that, whatever the serotonin hit that comes when you flip a card and people are like, what's it going to be? Yeah. There's that whole theory of the near miss or not a theory. It's like a part of gambling and casinos use it. They try to get you to that near miss point because then you'll keep investing in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the they, one ball win. Yeah, the one ball win and they use it to their <laughs> gain all the time. I think so the universe do does that to us sometimes. So do you? Yeah. You yeah. just leave after you win. <laughs> yeah. You, so you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> Did it in an airport once. Every day, every day you're winning. Airport. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, think that's, I think that's pretty good. I, uh, it, you know, I, I, it's a philosophical question, and it will remain unknown. Um, but as I said, my only talent is good luck, so I'll, I, I, enjoy this, <laughs> I enjoy this song a lot. I don't want to say it's my only talent, but it's the it's the one that I have, I've cu- I've spent my most the, most of my life cultivating. It was one of the things that when I was a young person, I decided. They said, "Would you rather be, you know, lucky?" They said, "Would you rather be lucky or rich?" Or would you rather be? And I was always like, "I would rather be lucky," but you don't. You need to be more specific. Like, I would rather have good luck, <laughs> as opposed to being lucky is sort of like being a charm, like a like a rabbit's foot. Like if someone else has me in their pocket. They'll be lucky. Nothing wrong with that. I like making people lucky. I've made a whole show about it. You'll all be lucky now, too. <laughs> Wait till you see. Tomorrow night, the Mirna show at uh, the cinema bar that you're all going to be at. I mean, everyone who's listened to this missed it again. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but it was amazing. Tomorrow. <laughs> I can say that about everything. It was amazing tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.